Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Unawaken a God. That's life. So I tell you, unless God disappears, we will still be part of that chorus and we will sway by the impulse of God. But then God subjects us unto this donkey. It's a donkey. As we are told in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, that the creature was made subject unto futility, not by its own will, but by the will of him who subjected him in hope that the creature would be set free from this bondage to corruption and obtain the glorious liberty of the children of God. So you and I did not choose to come here. We were innocent and we were irreflective. We were like sleepwalkers. We perceived without noticing that we perceived. Now we perceive and we notice we perceive, but in that freedom we make mistakes. But may I comfort you, you had to make mistakes. As told us in the 11th chapter of the book of Romans, that God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. And it was God who in action subjected all men to disobedience, that he may have mercy upon all. But who subjected whom? God subjected all men. You know who he subjected? He subjected himself. He sunk himself in us and then subjected himself to disobedience. That he may awaken, had to pass through all the furnaces, that he may awaken as a being that he is. But in awakening, he brings us with him, individualized, and he and I are one. So God is giving himself to us as though there were no others in the world, just God and you, just God and I, no other being. And then we completely awaken. And when we awaken, we are one, and it's God. 
So don't be concerned and think that someone today because he's more wicked than you are or that you can remember that you've sinned that he is not saved or he will not be saved, forget it. Not one being can be lost. Everyone is going to be saved and it's God playing all the parts. And so he subjected me, he subjected you, he subjected every being in this world to disobedience that he may have mercy upon all. And then he calls us because his call is irrevocable and his gift is irrevocable. His gift is this, when you lie down with your father, meaning when you die, that's the nice way of putting it, and when your time is fulfilled and your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your father, I will raise up your son after you who will come forth from your body. I will be his father and he shall be my son. Out of us, he does. Now this is the most fantastic thing in the world. No scholar seems to understand it. And I must confess, as I stand here, I have not revelation. I have simply an intuitive knowledge of it. Based upon another revelation, but the actual statement in the 8th chapter of Proverbs is something that has confounded all the wise men throughout the ages. And listen to it carefully. There are about 10 verses beginning with the 22nd verse of 8th Proverbs. And it goes through just 10 verses. The Lord created me at the beginning of his way. I am the first of his acts of old. Before he brought forth the heavens, before he established the earth, before he set boundaries to the sea, before he did anything, I stood beside him as a little child. And I was daily his delight. It gives you so much to think about. They call this wisdom. Yet it doesn't say wisdom. It says a little child. I stood beside him as a little child. That the Lord created me at the very beginning of his way. I am the first of his acts of old. I stood beside him as a little child. Now, no man that I have read, I have read unnumbered Bibles and interpretations of Bibles in the different exegesis in the world, and no two agree, but no one will actually accept it as the ancient scriptures stated, a little child. And yet, I know from my own experience, there is that little child, and it's everlastingly a little child, and it's only a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. Was that what God created? Was that his initial act of creation? And he so loved it. It was daily his delight. Is that what God buried in us? For well, we are told in the book of Ecclesiastes, God has put eternity into the mind of man. And the word translated eternity, which is Elam, is by definition a stripling, a youth, a boy, a little child. That's what my Bible tells me. I have Strong's Concordance. I have Cruden's Concordance. I have many concordances at home. But James Strong's Concordance is exhaustive. And it is really the guide for most people who are Bible students. And James Strong defines the word which 
our scholars translate eternity and the Lord God has put eternity into the mind of man and the word is Elam E-H-L-E-M Elam and yet Strong defines that word as a lad a stripling a youth eternity is is that what God created in the beginning of his way is that that little child that stood beside him that was his daily delight is it that that he put into our minds I say yes because my own experience bears witness to that and yet that is a sign so I cannot completely ignore the interpretation of the great scholars but the thing is not defined in strong as eternity it's defined as a lad it's defined as a youth it's defined as a stripling he put a stripling into the mind of man he put a lad that was daily his delight now is he going to bring it out he promises I will actually bring forth from your body your son he will come forth from your body and I will be his father and he shall be my son well did he put that, that first creative act of his into my mind did he call it then his son did he call it then his son and he sunk it in us all of us when he brings it forth and it that is brought forth is our son then who will be well upon it if he brings forth from me his first creative act and when I see it it's my son but it was his in the very beginning of time and it's my son and in the beginning it was his then who am I you get it if God has a son his first creative act these are the words God created me at the very beginning of his way I am the first of his acts of old before he brought forth the heavens before he brought forth the earth when there were no depths I was with God before he set boundaries to the waters before he did anything I stood beside him as a little child and I was daily his delight is it that that God put into us were we the flowers that I saw these stationary things and God sunk in us his first creative act and then if he could transform us by sending us through that horrible state I saw well this is a horrible state war is a horrible state poverty is a horrible state pain is a horrible state man dying slowly of leprosy discarded by society die of cancer die of anything and to be ostracized in the world that's that horrible thing I saw like a rat feeding on all the waste of the world and yet in us detached from that heavenly bliss of innocence and to fall into this state now the one who brought us forth called Jehovah do you know one of the meanings given to Yahweh Valkyrie in Strong's Concordance he is self it is stated the self-existent being but he is called Hey Valkyrie which is the root of the word Yahweh Valkyrie is the one who fell it was God who fell or causatively 
the one who causes to fall. And so here, it was God who fell. You didn't fall. You had no choice in the matter. You were stationary. You were, for God's infinite purpose, detached from innocence and sent into a world of experience. And passing through the horrors of experience, you awakened as God, a fully blown eternal imagination. And so here, the root of the verb is one who causes to fall. One who blows, and causatively, one who causes the wind to blow. So I will tell you with the poem. All, were, all things in eternity were shown us. All was foretold. Not could we foresee. But we learned how the wind would sound after these things should be. So I had no knowledge in eternity that this thing was literally true until it began to happen in me. And so I read the same thing that you read. I read what the scholars, but I'm not a Greek scholar, I'm not a Latin scholar, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, I know a little of each. But I don't know anything really when it comes to these great languages. I know a little Hebrew, a little Greek, a little Latin, just enough to know, look up a word. But I really don't know these sounds. So if the great scholars who can speak in these sounds cannot bring themselves to say that God, although the word tells you it's a lad, it's a stripling, it's a youth, and they cannot, in translating that word in Ecclesiastes, say God put a lad in the mind of man. They have to say God put eternity in the mind of man. And I tell you, he put a lad there. But the lad he put there, his first creative act, which was his son, he now climbs in us, and he brings him forth as told us in the book of Samuel. When you sleep with your fathers, I will raise up your son after you, who will come forth from your body. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. He comes forth, and I am his father. Well, if I am his father, then who am I? When he was God's son. That's how God gives himself to us. So God's purpose is to give himself to man, as that man, and that man as God. And the only way he can do it is to give that man his son. So no one knows who the father is except the son. That's what we're told in the book of John. No one knows the father but the son. So first I see the son, then he put that son into my being in the beginning of time, when he detached me from the world of innocence the world of love, and sent me through the furnaces of experience. And then when I was completed in God's eye, he brought forth his son. In bringing forth his son, he brought me forth as himself. And there I saw his son, and his son is my son. Therefore God made me one with himself. So I say that story is true of every being in the world. Everyone can have experience. Therefore today you and I will fight. And as nations, we fight nations. But just imagine when you are the same being that I am, because you have the same son. If you are the father of my son, you and I are one. So when we have full knowledge of it, we couldn't fight. Because we are the father of the same son. And it has no mother. It's self-begotten. So I am actually the father of God's only begotten son. And I know you are, but if you don't know it, you'll fight with me, argue with me, 
and try to destroy me. Now listen to these words, taken from the book of John, the same chapter 16. And they will excommunicate you, and they will kill you, and think they do God a service. And this they will do because they know not the Father. God believed in, fatherhood ignored. So the whole vast world, if they have any concept of a God, they will say, yes, I believe in God. And so every Christian say, I believe in God. Every Jew, I believe in God. Every Mohammedan, I believe in God. Called by different names, but we believe in God. But even then, we kill each other. And these are the words. They will excommunicate you. Put you out of the synagogue. As unfit to mingle with those who they consider right. And they will kill you. And they will kill you. And believe they do God's service. And this they do because they know not the Father. Is that clear? Believe in God and kill and murder. And I do it only because I don't know the Father. The moment I see the Son, I know the Father. And then if you come into my world and you tell me you're the Father of David, you and I are one. Then the whole vast world tells me they're the Father of David, then we're one. How could I destroy myself? That impulse to destroy myself will completely go. So I couldn't hurt you. Whatever I do then for you, I'm doing it for myself. And they'll kill you. And believe they do God's service. And this they do because they know not the Father. Isn't that clear? Believe in God and kill and murder and I do it only because I don't know the Father. The moment I see the Son, I know the Father. I mean, if you come into my world and you tell me you're the Father of David, you and I are one. Then the whole vast world tells me they're the Father of David, then we're one. How could I destroy myself? That impulse to destroy myself will completely go, so I couldn't hurt you. Whatever I do then for you, I'm doing it for myself. If tomorrow you needed anything and it's in my pocket to grant it, I'm only giving it to myself. If you needed a meal and I could grant it, I'm not feeding another, I'm feeding myself. Then you'll understand these words. And so I was hungry and you didn't feed me. And I was thirsty and you gave me not to drink. And I was in Eden Shetter and you didn't take me in. I was in need of raiment and you didn't clothe me. When did we do these things? When you did not do it to the least among one of these. You didn't do it unto me because I am the whole vast world. I am the Father, and although they do not know as yet, they are the same Father, having the same and only Son. You didn't do it to me when you didn't do it to them, because that's the Father. And so, God believed in, fatherhood ignored. So the Father is telling us the whole story. Before we set sail into this world of experience, the whole drama was told us, the whole thing was told us. All was foreseen, not could I foresee. But I learned how the wind would sound after these things should be. And so I can feel compassionate for any being in this world because I didn't know it until after these things should be. When it happened to me, I went back and read scripture and the whole thing was there, but I didn't see it. I didn't know it until the infant was put in my hands 
and told me by one of the wise men who discovered it that it's my baby and yet I know that was put into my mind in the foundation of time so he, God has put eternity into the mind of man and the word eternity means a lad a babe a youth a stripling so listen to these words in the book of Samuel tell me Abner whose son is that youth I do not know O king inquire whose son the stripling is same word youth the first time he asked it stripling the next and then he doesn't understand and then he turns to the youth himself he said whose son are you young man and this word Elam is translated youth young man child stripling and yet our scholars can't bring themselves to use any one of these words in describing the statement which is the same word Elam in the book of, of uh, Ecclesiastes so when Ecclesiastes says God has put eternity into the mind of man God has put his first creative act which was a stripling which was a youth into the mind of man and he's going to bring him forth and when he brings him forth the man from whom he brings him forth is going to look at him and see his son and he has no unto that moment he had no knowledge he was related to that son and now he sees he's the father so the greatest prayer in the Bible is the 17th chapter of John the whole thing is a prayer and he said father glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory that I had with thee before that the world was before the world was I had this glory with thee now glorify thou me with thy own self he's asking the father and he reveals the name he said I reveal your name I've told them your name and the name he tells them his father and so he comes to reveal the father now that you've seen me you've seen the father I've been with you so long and yet you do not know me Philip he who has seen me has seen the father how then can you say show us the father so everyone in the world is moving towards that fantastic experience of being the father of God's first creative act which was his son and so if you are the father of God's first creative act then you are God now this is the great mystery that which was created and therefore had a beginning by God's infinite love for his own creation that is us sinking himself in us he transforms that which had a beginning into that which has no beginning for God in becoming us we who had a beginning when that which has no beginning possesses us and reveals his first creative act as our creative act our son then we are beginningless and then you will know that mysterious statement in the book of Genesis and repeat it only twice once in Psalms and then again in the book of Hebrews and it's called Melchizedek one who has no father no mother no genealogy no background no father or mother no beginning of days and no end of days 
and Jesus becomes he who was the first raised from the dead is made a member of the order of Melchizedek so everyone is brought into a state where he has no father he is father he has no mother he has no beginning of days and no end of days can you conceive of such love can you conceive of that infinite mercy that is God's that he would take us his created and so fall in love with his own creation that he gives himself to it and shares his first creative act which was his own begotten son and gives me as my son his son making me one with himself and because he has no origin I have no origin what a fantastic Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.